The following is a Pro Football Network podcast, the primary voice for pro football at profootballnetwork.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without further ado, let's welcome on our Pro Football Network NFL Draft and College Football Analyst, Ian Cummings, because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We have more college football stuff coming up. We have the Shrine Bowl on Thursday of next week, and I tell you what, a lot of action there. Ian, my friend, how you doing? Thank you for joining me here today. My man, we got to unmute. There we go. We got it. He's back. <laughs> All right, I think we're good now. Can you hear me now? Yes, we yeah. can, my friend. Hey, it's yeah, good to see every, you. Ian. Every time, man, I swear, it never fails. It never fails. I got to work on that. That's that's my scouting report. Areas for improvement. Leaves himself on mute too many times, but I'm doing good now that you can actually <laughs> hear me. Uh, this is the uh, yes, yeah, the bowl game circuit, shrine game, and then the senior bowl. Uh, that's the. It's a great time, you know, and it's a great time for prospects because it's kind of a you know a, a controlled environment where you can see them succeed. You know, outside of scheme. You know, a lot of guys are dependent on scheme sometimes, so it's good to see how their traits shine through. I'm always excited for this time of year. Obviously, weeks of practice, going through the whole process there. Obviously, there's the Collegiate Bowl that happens tomorrow. The NFL Network and our good friend Ollie Hodgkinson joined us early on the week to preview that. The Shrine Bowl next Thursday. Obviously, we're going to have boots on the ground for Pro Football Network. And as you mentioned, the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. I mean, it is going to be busy times here for the college football and NFL draft community. Uh, You know, real quick, Ian here. I know Matthew Kanata likes to give you crap here. He says in the chat, Ian, what trophy is that? So what trophy is that in the background there for you? Uh, honestly, I think it's my older brothers. I didn't, I didn't win <laughs> many like trophies as a kid, man. I had grit. That was it. Uh, I had grit, but um, I love it. I won, I won a coach's award for swimming, uh, but that's in, that's in my room. This is my older brother's room. So I'll have to ask him, you know, I can, I can maybe re rebrand it or something. Uh, if I the got the best sleeper award, award, according to Kanata. Oh, here. So we'll see. Yeah. He's got to get one of those in there every time, man. It's never going to get old. I wish it would, but it won't, that's so. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting all the mileage you can out of that, but yeah, I don't know whose it is, but, um, yeah, I'll have to think of something beside best sleeper. Not that. That's off the table. <laughs> obviously, you know, thank you once again, Ian, for joining us here today. Let's preview the Shrine Bowl. Now, I think obviously when you take a look at this matchup on Thursday, everyone's keeping their eyes on various players. I know there's a couple you're going to highlight here, but what position groups should football fans, people who are going to watch the game, observe the most? Who should they most pay attention to? Yeah, and I'll preface with this. I, I think you should pay attention to everything, honestly. Now, obviously, that's hard to do, right? Like, you only have so much in your periphery that you can analyze, right? Like, you can't look at every single little detail. But, you know, at least get these guys' names in your head, you know, and keep them there because it really – anyone can stand out at these practices. It really just takes one rep, and you can set yourself apart, right? You know, with that being said, though, we don't have time to talk about every single guy. So we got to we gotta be a little selective sometimes. So – the position groups that I am most excited to see at the Shrine Bowl, the position groups that I looked at and I said, these are the ones that are pretty stacked with talent, wide receiver, defensive line, and defensive back. I really mm-hmm. love the um, the crop of players that they got. Now, obviously, a few guys got elevated to the Senior Bowl. I know Kirby Joseph from the defensive backs group. Uh, Christian Watson, Ali loves that guy. Uh, he got elevated to the Senior Bowl, too. So a few guys moving on, but there's still a lot of talent in this group and a lot of guys that I think are severely underrated right now and may start to elevate their uh, their profile as we get through the season. So it, it's a great it's a great group overall. But I think wide receiver, defensive back, 
defensive line. Those are the ones that stood out to me. Well, let's take a look at one wide receiver as well. You talk about Baylor wide receiver, Tyquan Thornton. I mean, give us your initial thoughts and your your prognosis on maybe one thing you're looking at from him this week in the Shrine Bowl. Yeah, he's a fun player, man. At 6'3", 190, a little underweight, but he's got he's got real track speed. I mean, he opens up those strides in open field, and he's gone, man. He's got 4'4 speed. And then also down the field, you know, he's got the length and the frame to contort and extend for passes. So obviously, you know, that field stretching speed and that ability to, you know, win contested situations, that's big for him. You know, for me, what I'm looking for, I, and for really all these wide receivers and one-on-ones, you know, when you're in your scheme in, in the offense, a lot of times your scheme can create separation for you. Like for Jareth Stearns, Western Kentucky, that's one thing I wrote down. You know, he's a, I think he has the traits to separate, but a lot of times they spread the field with four or five wide receivers. They got fake screens where, you know, they kind of delay it. They got blockers upfield and that gives you space already. So, you know, in this setting, you know, one-on-one, you're on an island. It's you and the guy across from you and you got to use your traits to beat him. You know, it's no one but you. You don't have any help. So it's going to be really interesting to see if these guys can create for themselves independent of scheme. I think with Tyquan Thornton, because usually with six, three guys, a little bit bigger, can't always chop their feet as fast, you know, not always quite as agile, but I think he has the athleticism. So for me, you know, I, I don't discount. I don't like, I can't, I won't doubt that if he gets in a contested situation, he's got the length to beat his man, but I want to see him create some more separation laterally, use some more deception as a route runner. And that really goes for all these guys. That's what you're looking for. Can they create independent of scheme? Because the guys that can do that, you know, like you can scheme anybody open at the NFL level, but the guys who can do that make the job a lot easier for offensive coordinators. Oh, yeah, not to mention, I mean, in the NFL, you have the Jerry Judys, the Keenan Allens, and Devontae yeah. Adams, I mean, in terms of route running separation, because it creates more opportunities for themselves. And I know that there's many teams in the NFL that do have the issue where they have guys that can't create separation. That was an issue, I mean, believe it or not, for the Dallas Cowboys early on this season, there was some talk about the wide receivers, they don't have anybody that can create separation, which when you look at the talent that they have, it's like, it's so wild when you think about it. But I think a lot of it is scheme prevalent there. Now, you know, you talk about wide receivers, I want to talk about the counterpart, the guys that cover the wide receivers. The Defensive backfield. Now, one guy to keep an eye on that you sent over is Virginia Tech cornerback Jermaine Waller here. Now, my biggest question to you, just as somebody who hasn't watched Jermaine play just yet, we see in the NFL right now a lot of hybrid defenses. You don't see as often cover zero, cover one, but you do see it, you know, sometimes. Primarily, you see a lot of zone defense in the NFL today, which has kind of changed. And I think that's based on the evolution of offense and how spread out and, and how crazy it is, high octane. It's, it's kind of become like college a little bit. What kind of scheme would best suit him in your opinion here? Was Is he a guy that, you know, can play press man-to-man coverage or is he better suited as a disguise off-ball cornerback? I think he can play. I think he better translates at press. You know, I think you look at him, he's a little longer, uh, a little bit over 6'1". And I know measurements are coming in, so we'll get to see how oh, accurate yeah. those are because I know um <laughs> some of them, some of the some of the schools like to tack on a couple inches, you know, but he looks pretty long on tape. You know, you see he can stick to guys. He's got pretty fluid hips, pretty good athleticism. And, you know, he's pretty competitive at the catch point too. I, I, I like, he's shown that he can use his feet first and press. That's one thing that you really look for. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to jab right away and lurch before your base is set. You know this as a former defensive back. Like you want to make sure that you get your feet first, then you yes. can jab, then you can go, you know, that's kind of the, the optimal progression there. And he's shown that there's a few guys in this class that are good at that. I feel like he's flashed that ability. And then on top of that, you know, being fluid, being explosive, being able to close ground and, and really compete at the catch point and disrupt the receiver. He's shown that too. He's been pretty productive in those situations. So for me, I'm looking to see if he can stick to guys, you know, guys that are a little smaller, a little more jittery. Can you stick with those guys? And if you can do that, if you can use your length and if it translates in one-on-one situations, because we know 
one-on-one situations are usually slanted a little bit toward the wide receiver yep. just because if you're a defensive back you need to have help you know like that that's always how it is you know you can't really you can't always be expected to do your job you know only by yourself that's why defenses have these interworking zone man concepts you know on the back end because you need help sometimes you get beat a little bit sometimes they mess mess you up with a route concept some interworking routes so you really you know that that's usually how it works but now on an island it's really a gridiron and a test to how does your physical how does how do your physical traits match up against this guy and can you use them to lock him down individually you know authoritatively so that's what I'm looking for for him. I think he translates more of a man guy, but I do think he has some closing speed. He can kind of flip his hips forward and transfer that weight and get going. So he's he's got some versatility. I'm excited to see him. Uh, and I think that he's one of the more underrated guys in this class. I think he's a little bit underweight, but, you know, to me personally, I, I look at, you know, do they have the athleticism, the efficiency, emotion, and the proactivity as a playmaker? I see all that from him. So that's that really kind of tantalizes me to see what he can do at the Shrine Bowl. Well, you we know, once you get onto an NFL roster, too, the training staff, they'll put you on on specific meal plans. I mean, you get that to the college level, but the NFL, it's next level because yeah. they want you. By the time you come into the training camp, they want you to be at a certain weight and they want you to be able to do certain things. And I think that's going to be one thing that helps some of these players. Now, one thing as well that I'll mention is so critical as a DB. You mentioned being able to get in phase, the click and close, closing speed, being able to fit in on the hip there. You mentioned that, too, pre-snap, especially in press. You mentioned not being deceived with your eyes. As a cornerback, I think one of the most important things you need to have outside of speed is great hip movement like you mentioned because look you're going to be contorted a bunch of ways if you're in press coverage and a wide receiver gives you an outside release you have to be able to mirror that without committing or turning your shoulders or your hips all the way but being able to change directions quickly because often at times off the line of scrimmage we see guys give outside release stem back inside you have to be able to get on that and you have to be able to step down I and mean, when we talk about angles like as a db you got to understand math you got to understand 45 degrees 75 degrees you got to understand 135 to be able to close the distance because that's the difference between some guy catching a slant on you, a post route, or even an out route, being able to understand how to get in phase, use your ball side hand, secure the hip, bring it forward. I mean, just fundamentals. That's what I love about DB play the most. Yeah. Sometimes you get to see these in those one-on-ones, but I tell you what, Ian, I, I'm excited about this. Look, we got a lot of college football content coming our way, profootballnetwork.com. Ollie Hodgkins and Ian Cummings, Cam Miller. They have you covered, ladies and gentlemen. Just go to profootballnetwork.com. Click on the college football NFL draft tab. They have everything going. Player profiles. I mean, they are studying the tape every single day and updating those as well. Not to mention, you can check out the exclusive glossary of the player profiles that Ian has put together on his Twitter page at Ian underscore Cummings nine. He's got you covered. Ian, I appreciate your insight. As always, anytime I need to know about prospects, I need to know a little bit more football terminology. You're the guy I go to, my friend. Always love your insight. Yes, sir. Yeah. And if before we go real quick, if I can drop a few more names, because I Absolutely. know a Let lot of go. guys. I, I wrote them down, but wide receiver Tanner Connor, Idaho State, 6'3", well over 200 pounds. He's a Feldman freak, ran a 10-5-1, 100-meter dash, and a four, over 40-inch vertical. So he's a guy to watch. Defensive line, Matthew Butler, Tennessee. He's a top 75 prospect for me. He's explosive. He had a 32-inch vertical out of high school for his size. He's around 6'4", 290. I really like his fit as a three-tech. Same with Matt Henningsen. He's got a 34-and-a-half-inch vertical on record at 6'3", 290. So another very powerful straight-line guy. And then at the corner position, you talk about flipping your hips and be able to, you know, overset and flip out after you flip your hips outside. You know, I think Sean Jolly from Appalachian State is a guy that, who's shown that, that flexibility with the hips. And then Nick Grant from Virginia, too. He's he's around 6'3", so a little bit bigger, but he's shown that, too. When you see those bigger guys that have it, it's it's really <laughs> exciting. So, you know, hey, I could go on and on and on. And I, I got other guys listed, but we, we're out of time. So I'm not I'm not going to hamstring you guys with that, but just just know – 
like no name is worth passing on. You got to make sure that you see everyone, you give them that respect and give them that time. And like, hey, does this guy have it? Because a lot of them do. You know, it's, it's really fun to sift through, find the diamonds in the rough. And the Shrine game is a great place for that. Absolutely. You know, Ian, I would like to have you back here next Friday because the game's obviously on Thursday of next week. I would love to get you back on so we could recap the Shrine Bowl, your takeaways, standout players, guys who maybe rose up a little bit, surprised you, or also guys that didn't live up to expectations. would love to get that from you next week. I know our audience here at twitch.tv slash Pro Football Network would as well. Once again, Ian, you're the best. Appreciate you, my man. I'll see you next week. Yep. See you next week. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Ian Cummings, you can get an exclusive index from the great work of our fantasy department and our college football NFL draft department, respectively. Go to profootballnetwork.com. You can click on the fantasy football tab for all the fantasy content. You can click on NFL draft and college football for all the content that everybody, all of our analysts at Pro Football Network put the time, effort, and energy into profootballnetwork.com. 